Coming soon to the Atomic Geekdom Network. A Two Broke Geeks Entertainment production. The FBI's Most Unwanted X-Files Podcast. Yup, another X-Files Podcast. Original? No. Entertaining? Hopefully. One of them is a seasoned X-Files veteran. The other one is a brand new agent. So, whether you've believed all along or are just starting to, this is an X-Files podcast you can enjoy. The FBI's Most Unwanted X-Files podcast, coming soon. Hi, this is Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat, or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Here's Johnny! <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. What became of your lamb, Glory? Going down to Tegrity Farms, gonna have myself a time. <laughs> yeah, God. we'll get. Yeah. Tegrity weed. Tegrity weed. All right, so let's do this thing. It's Two Broke Geeks, and I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And we're apart again. When no. The worst. I really did have a good time out there, though. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad you did. It was really great to see you. Uh, yep. Wish we could have been could have been longer and wish we could have done more things. Yep. I'm going to come back, and we're going to go to... The Krusty Bunker again. <laughs> yes. Hang out Just there. Just Krusty Bunker every day. Yep. Ah, good times, good times. So, uh, a lot of stuff happened this week because I got quite a bit done. Plus, a movie came out. Plus, there was a new episode of South Park. So, oh, man, where should we even start? Yeah. What should we start um, with? I don't care either way. I think we should start with the smaller stuff. Okay, so let's uh, well, let's talk about South Park first, then. Yeah. Um. Uh, new episode this week, and it was mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, that was pretty much my um. After that strong opening episode, I was kind of like, oh, this episode was disappointing. I will say, I think my favorite parts of it were, um. Stan having a metal band with butters. <laughs> yes. Oh, I think I saw an article that that's like an actual. Uh, I think that was dying fetus, maybe. I think that was dying fetus that they got. Yeah, to do the vocals for Stan's metal band with. Uh, except for butters. Except for butters. <laughs> that was really funny. That was the I, best part. I'm just like, oh my god, Butters is I, like I, background I, vocal. You have yeah. Stan like doing the rah, 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 and Stan's the like, hey, this farm, give me up yeah. this farm. 
Um, oh. That and then I really enjoyed the the finger bang bit. Oh yep, I did because uh, they uh, brought back. Man, what season was that even? Uh, finger bang was season four or five. I was gonna say that's a hell of a callback because it's been that was, years since that. Yeah, thing. making fun of the whole. Uh, Making fun of the whole, all the bands instead of making music or making just like documentaries. Right. Well, right. But also the whole uh, crux of the episode was about um, like how everything has to cater to the Chinese market. Yeah. And it was season four. Season four was finger bang. Oh my god, that is a hell of a callback going yeah. all the way back to season four. But yeah, I this week like I thought they really overdid the whole Chinese market thing. I was like, okay, like we get it. It was not even funny the really the first time you brought it up in the episode, and now it's just getting less funny the more you do it. I'm yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Overall, like, I did think it was a little bit funny when they when Stan when uh, Randy first gets on the plane to go to the do Chinese market, and it's like, oh, is everyone else doing? Who else on here is doing the Chinese market? And you just see all of Disney get on. That was pretty funny. Um, yeah. Oh, and I also did like the callback of uh, bringing back uh, super evil, grumpy corporate boss Mickey Mouse from yes. back in the uh, Jonas Brothers episode uh, with the purity rings. Oh, God, that was pretty funny. Um, I did really like the capper of the episode, though, mostly kind of in like a shock value kind of way with the uh, Chinese version of the Tegrity Weed commercial. Yeah. When your government is, you know, the the whole thing about locking up all kinds of people. It's just, just yeah. I, I was just Tegrity. sitting there going, oh my God. Like, I really did like Yeah, it definitely, this episode definitely had moments, but mm-hmm. overall it was like, okay, like. Yeah. I, I, as much as I, I like the fact that they're opening, uh, I said before when we watched the first episode that they changed the whole thing to Tegrity Weed. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was like, oh, I hope they kind of keep this rolling for a little bit. Yeah. Like, but now I'm like, oh, if this is the whole season, this is going to be a weird one. Well, and I can kind of see what I think is going to end up happening is obviously I think by the end of the season, the whole uh, Randy's weed farm thing will go under and they'll move back into South Park proper. Right. Yeah. That's my guess for the rest of the season. Tegrity weed. Need some Tegrity. <laughs> Although the other scene that I thought was really funny in the episode was when Randy didn't understand he could just bring a gigantic <laughs> suitcase of weed into China because it, just because it was legal in Colorado, he thought he could just bring it to China. He didn't even pack clothes. It's just a bag of it's just a huge bag of nothing but weed. I know. Oh, that was pretty good. But yeah, the whole uh, and they just kind of dumped um, Cartman and Kyle back into South Park 
unceremoniously. Yeah. Like, I get there was, like, the escape or whatever at the end of the last episode, but it was like, oh, and now they're back. Yeah. So. But now, I yeah. now because that episode, I've had finger bangs stuck in my head for, like, three days. So did I. Yep. All the South Park songs, just too catchy. Yeah. Between that, the James Cameron song, and Jack and in uh-huh. San Diego. <laughs> yep. Exactly. There's another one, too. Um, oh, once in a while, I find myself singing What Would Brian Boitano Do? That one, not too much. Mostly, for me, it's usually Cow's Mom is a Big Fat Bitch. Oh, yep. Cow's Mom's a Bitch. That one, too. Yep, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. They got some good songwriters over they there. They really do. You know what has been making me laugh this week, though? I've only watched like the first three or four episodes is uh season three of big mouth started i still have not watched any of that you i think would like big mouth it's pretty funny um it's pretty ridiculous uh the episode i watched last night was some of the main characters went to florida to visit um one of their uh, well the the whole episode kind of involves around he one of the characters goes down to Florida and finds out he has a hot cousin. But then also the hot cousin has like this really like stereotypically trashy Florida girl who's her best friend who like takes them to an abandoned boat marina and is like, you ever seen a fish just explode? It's been dead so long. <laughs> just weird random stuff. It's. I tell you, I think you would like Big Mouth. It's pretty funny. So I if need, you do happen yeah, I need to, to get catch around up to on watching a bunch of that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's um every once in a while they'll do the opening uh every once in a while they'll do different versions of their opening credits, kind of like how South Park is doing with the uh, Tegarty Weed thing in the episode I watched last night where they were going to Florida. The opening before the opening credits was about how the dad driving to Florida is really super impatient and won't stop for anything and doesn't want to slow down and wants to make good time. So through the entire opening credits, he's like, Oh my God, we don't have time for the opening credits. We got to get, we got to make good time. We already know who's in the show. Skip past this part. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. That name is too long. We don't have time to read that. (laughs) Who watches this show? Stop it right now. (laughs) I was like, oh, God, I do love this show. That's pretty genius. <laughs> yep, it it was really good. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, that was one of the many things I've been doing this week, watching Big Mouth. Yeah, um, I've been watching on the Shutter Network. Uh, they've mm-hmm. been putting up their new uh, Creep Show series. Oh, yeah. I actually need to log on to Shudder because I do want to check out Creepshow. How is it so far? It's um, it's hit or miss. Um, okay. I've, so far, it's a episodic where they, where they post a new episode each week. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first – and the way it's kind of been going is it's, a, it's an hour long and it consists of two stories. Uh, All right. So you watch one, and then they do like a little comic break kind of deal, and then they go into the second one. And usually, the first one is at least so far with both of these. The first one is really good, 
And the second mm-hmm. one, I'm just like, okay, that's all right. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but it, so far they have like, they get all sorts of actors for these. Like Tobin Bell is in the first one. Nice. Um, they've been. They have um. Oh, what's his name from the Reanimator in the second one episode? Um, oh, I know who you're talking about. But yeah, yeah. now all of a sudden I'm. Yeah, it's like too. yeah, and then they have. One of the cool things is a lot of callbacks and like little Easter eggs to Stephen King and other horror stuff throughout the nice. show. It's I gotta say I'm like okay I'm like I'm still on board with it, but at the same time, like and I respect what they're doing, but at the same time, I'm like ah uh, like if they just continued like they kind of did with the first episode, it wouldn't be so jarring because like the first at least the first episode seems very much like uh super scary things things happen and the second one is still scary ish but mm-hmm. it seems like more passive and you're just like oh okay oh all right i don't know i'm still gonna watch it as i've been enjoying the hell out of it but at the same time i'm just sure. like all right amp it up a little bit okay yeah i'm gonna be checking that out as well so oh i'll get there um course you mentioned creep show and it is scary season yes. scary movies and all that spookies stuff. spookies and i have gotten a lot of scary movies in this past week uh i'm up i what did i do seven of them so far uh including three that i have famously never watched until this week yes <laughs> I told you about this already, didn't I? Yeah. Yes, I did. I and I want to know how you feel about him. All right. I finally saw The Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and Army of Darkness. And um, I should have listened to you and a couple other people and just skipped The Evil Dead. Yeah. Because I actually didn't like The Evil Dead. <laughs> um it was barely okay. Like, I'm like, okay, I get what they're going for, but this is a student film that somehow got wide release. I don't quite understand how they even got to make a second one based on this one, but I'll watch the second one because I've never seen it. And then I did really end up enjoying Evil Dead 2. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I get what you were saying when you said it was kind of a remake of the first one. But I also think on top of being a remake, it also was a sequel. Because the first five minutes or so are just a recap of the first movie. Yeah. And it's also kind of a spoof of how dumb the first movie is. Yeah, that's what, yeah, I mean, that's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of the thing with it is, I, as cult, weird cult films, I love them. They're, mm. they're just interesting, they're fun. Uh, yep. Definitely can totally see, like, it, it, it come from, like, it's like Sam Raimi's first film, and mm. they had no budget, obviously, nope. uh, the first time mm. around. But became such a weird cult hit that they made a second one, or, or redid yep. it. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely an acquired taste if if for if especially at this point if you've never really seen it. 
Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And all right. The other one thing or the other one that I watched, of course, like I said, I watched Army of Darkness and I really liked Army of Darkness. I thought that movie was great. I love that movie so much. <laughs> but the one thing I did say while I was watching it is I'm like, oh, Army of Darkness is just horror Three Stooges. Yep. It like, totally is. It is so it is so so three stooges influenced like right down to some of the side effects and some of the like things that bruce campbell does like are just so curly i was like oh my god army of darkness is horror three stooges (laughs) i think that's why i liked it so much but i also really got a kick out of the scene like um when the wizard or elder or whatever he was called tells him that the words he needs to say are Klatu Barada Nikto yeah. which is uh, what you have to say to Gort in The Day the Earth Stood Still yeah. but then he can't remember how what he's supposed to say and he goes uh, uh, I, I know it's an N word and he looks all around him to make sure he's completely alone and then coughs you know, the N-word yeah. <laughs> before he takes the book. I was like, oh my god. It was so fantastic. Oh, that was, uh, yeah. So, Army of Darkness, total win. Yeah. God, that movie was good. Yeah. Uh, now yeah. you need to see the now you need to see the newer remake. Oh, yeah. Uh, I need to Evil see the, the one that's actually really that, that one's whoof. The remake of The Evil Dead. Yeah, I need yeah. to see what that's on. Let me look it up real quick. See if there's any way I can watch it. Because I the Evil Dead... Oh, which also reminds me. I need to cancel. Um, the Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 were on Hulu. And Army of Darkness I also watched using Hulu. But I had to sign up for a seven-day free trial of their Stars extension to see of course, Army of Darkness. Yeah. And I've got two more days left of that so i've got to go ahead and cancel that otherwise i will end up paying for a stars subscription for a month that i don't want <laughs> yeah uh what other horror movies have you watched so far uh, i also month? watched all four scream films this week yes nice um the interesting thing about the scream films is uh, it's actually a fairly solid series since there's only four of them. Unlike uh, like Friday the 13th or Hellraiser or Nightmare on Elm Street where you have multiple films in the franchise that are pretty bad. Only one of the Scream films I would say is really bad and that's Scream 3. <laughs> Yeah, um, I've so far my count has been I watched uh, the first mm-hmm. two screams so far. I'll probably watch the third one uh, tonight or today. It's, it, it's crazy uh, hell- how not good Scream Three is. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I've like I've besides Scream One, I don't think I've seen any of the other really? screams before. Scream 2 is yeah. bad. Uh, Scream 3 weirdly establishes the fact that Scream and 
all of the Jay and Silent Bob movies take place in the same universe because Jay and Silent Bob yeah. are in Scream 3. Not Kevin Smith and Jay Muse. It's literally Jay and Silent Bob. It's weird. Yes. So, um, but Scream 4, I watched um, it last as, night and yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. This movie's really good. Yeah. Um, and then I watched Hellraiser oh, last night. Hellraiser. So good. And then... Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Of course, because mm. why not? Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. And uh, what was the other one? Uh, I, uh, where's my list? Hulu right mm. now, though, has a pretty uh. big... Sele- they've got a whole subcategory called Huluween. And they've got a pretty good... Like I said, I found... <laughs> Ween. Like I said, I found both Evil Dead movies on the Evil Dead One and Evil Dead Two. Um, I know they've got Hellraiser, maybe Hellraiser Two. So if anybody doesn't have like a lot of horror films, uh, Hulu right now I think has more. Although I watched all four Screams on Netflix, but I still think overall Hulu right now probably has better overall than Netflix. But Netflix has some good ones too. <clears throat> yeah, um, and then uh, the other one I watched because there I have to watch weird horror mm-hmm. films. I find I watched this one that I've always seen when I worked uh, in the video store, never right. watched, but it looked interesting. Called Popcorn. Right. Um, it's bad. <laughs> it's basically it's a horror movie where uh, a group of teenagers try to put on like a fundraiser of a horror marathon in a theater that's about to be burned mm-hmm. down or something like that like t- destroyed and they accidentally uh unlock they accidentally play a reel uh a cursed reel that then causes stuff to go haywire and something is now like an undead uh, director is now running around and wow, killing people that sounds bad it's really bad i think i fell asleep through half yeah. of it yeah Wow. Um, the other one, uh, I know on Hulu right now there are two, two or three other films I think I'm going to watch that I haven't ever seen. I know you've seen at least one of them, and that's uh, Mom and Dad. I'm going to yeah. watch Mom and Dad because I haven't seen That's a yeah, nutty I one. I, I watched the trailer. I was like, oh, boy, this looks good. Um, and then the other ones I think I'm going to check out that I've never seen that I've heard pretty good things about at least the first one maybe the second one are uh, 28 days later and 28 weeks later those movies i love okay, both those good. movies they're really they're a lot of fun like especially for newer age zombie yep. films i'm kind of oh they're just yeah i mean really we've good. said it before i'm kind of over zombies but at the same time i'm like ah the, both these movies have a pretty good reputation so yeah, I yeah, I'm the same way. Like I'm so over the mm-hmm. zombie thing, even though I am probably going to watch uh One Cut of the Dead on Shutter because I hear it's like a Shaun of the Dead but in Korean. Oh, okay. So it's like a zombie yeah. comedy oh, kind of deal. Of Korean, the other one uh, I've never seen that is also available, I think on both Netflix and Hulu is uh, Train to Busan. Also available on Shutter. Okay. Also, uh, that's a pretty good okay. one, too. Uh, Jenny turned me yeah. on to that one. All right. Maybe I'll watch that one, too. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, basically, go- key goal for this month is watch a horror movie every night, or at least the mm-hmm, equivalent exactly. of. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Um. So yeah, I think tonight it's probably gonna be Scream Three, and then I'll probably squeeze Nightmare on Elm Street mm, or yes. something in. Definitely getting. There, we're having. There at the end uh, on Halloween. There's a Nightmare on Elm Street movie party. Really. And I'll be and I'll be oh, working it, and I'm like, oh, no. don't be working that day. I don't want to work it. I want to be in oh, it. That sucks. Oh, that's at your place. Whatever. That's... I'm I'm seeing. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. I'm seeing Freaks the night before, yep. and maybe Pumpkinhead the night before Pumpkinhead. that. Pumpkinhead. There's another one I've never seen that's on Hulu right now. <laughs> that is a weird one. Like, uh, here's the I love mm. Pumpkinhead. For a couple of reasons. One, uh, it's a it's a sure. different thing. Uh, two, the sculpt of the monster pumpkin head was a throwaway xenomorph. Oh, sculpt. really? Because I know yeah. what pumpkin head looks like. Like I've seen pictures, but I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a throwaway that they were gonna use uh, an idea they were gonna use for a xenomorph, and then they threw it away. Okay. Or something along those huh. lines. And three has Lance oh, okay. Henriksen. Yeah. It's I'm gonna tell you right now, it's not very good, but I love it. Mm-hmm. It's one of those films. Yep. Yep, I know. Oh, and the other uh, one, God, there's so many on Hulu right I'm now. I'm actually surprised. Oh, I was gonna say the other one that's on Hulu. I'm just looking at their salt. The other one is I've never seen Candyman. I probably should watch that too. Candyman. That's a very interesting one because it's it's definitely a horror film, but it's a very different horror film. All right, I'm gonna be very busy the next couple weeks. Yes, yeah, I gotta squeeze I gotta squeeze Candyman in at some point too because that's a mm. fun one. Because uh, yeah, it's just they take a kind of a different approach, especially for like the more urban society uh, sure. kind of aspects. It's it's whew, it's I I fucking nice. love it. Yep. Yeah, I was actually looking and I'm like, well, I wonder what are kind of spooky. There's a lot of spooky things happening this month, so trying to hit as many as possible mm. is going to take a little bit. Like I'm still on the fence, and I want to go to the Evil Dead exhibit. Uh, yep. As well as I think the Natural History Museum. Mm-hmm is doing a Universal Monsters exhibit. Oh, that's cool. And I want to go to that. Oh, man, that's cool. And I need to figure out going to... I need to go to a one haunt at some point. Yeah, I don't know if that... Uh, I want to do that, but I don't know if that's going to happen for me. I think that might be off the table. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm gonna try, but it's uh, it, it I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. Mm-hmm. I know because I don't like going alone. No, I know. It's no. It's yeah. It's not fun to do that alone. Not fun at all. Anywho, that was our uh, spooky season. So yeah, yeah. Um, this weekend, 
we're kind of on the uh this this is new york city comic-con mm-hmm. yep uh wish i was there and, and surprisingly not a lot of news came out of there this so far no like the biggest things that uh mattered at least to me was there was a new trailer for star trek picard and a new trailer for um star trek discovery the only thing that i saw that um like i know usually this is kind of considered the b show so not too much it's mostly right, the toys right. that they show off which um the neca uh the neck freaking neca yeah. uh they showed off the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles they're going to do, like a Triceraton. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Saw that. Um, but the the other thing I saw that I was actually interested in is they actually showed some gameplay footage, I guess, for the new Square Enix Avengers game. Oh, did they game. really? Oh, missed that. Yeah. And the big thing that came out of it is they introduced one of the new playable mm-hmm. characters, which is the Miss Marvel Kamala okay, Khan. that's cool. And I'm like, okay, yep, all right, that's cool. I'm down. Oh, speaking of toy news, they did uh, release one cool little piece of toy news. I thought uh, Stan Lee is going to be getting a Marvel Legends figure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that coming with the Captain America, which I'm like, I will signature on it. Yeah, yeah. I will probably try and get yep, one of those. Same here. I'm like, <laughs> speaking of Marvel, since we are. So we were talking about this okay. the other day. They just announced that that you can buy the entire Infinity oh, yeah. Saga was... in one mm-hmm. box set, and it's a blue. It, everything comes with a Blu-ray and a 4K. Yep. Uh, it comes with a plaque with the main five or seven mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, uh, and then a note from Kevin Feige. The packaging yeah. looks great. It is it a fantastic like a bonus, package It has job. like an extra special bonus disc or something. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool. I'm all about it. I'm so down. But not for $550. Nope. There's nothing in there that is special enough. to. And somebody was like, well, you know, you do the math and that breaks down to only like $25 a movie. And it's like, yeah. But we are. The point is people already own all of these movies like $25 a movie is average yes but there's also really nothing special in this box set (laughs) yeah I I told you like I'm like for that price I want all the signatures of all the actors like all the heroes from Mm -hmm. all the films as well as I want it hand delivered to me by the actor or actress of my choice and then get a handy and then i'm like that's worth it because phase one came in that cool shield briefcase with the replica of the tesseract and phase two came in that cool replica of the orb that the power stone was kept in in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two and or in Volume One, and then this comes in like a box with some pretty drawings on it. <laughs> like, it, it's, yeah, it's like boy, that is the pinnacle of Marvel slash Disney saying, "Shut up! You know you're gonna give us your fucking money anyway, you consumerist pigs." <laughs> yeah, if I was rich. I totally would get it. Um, 
because I am a hoarder and I want an entire mm-hmm. collection. But I'm looking at it. I'm like, I'm just gonna go ahead and just get the rest of them and maybe trade over some for 4K. And I'm yeah. Good. The amount of people I saw looking at that box set <clears throat> and going, nope, was really high. <laughs> so yeah, that is definitely. Fr- uh, and, I, and they're like, well, you know, you've got these new commentaries, and it's like, I've never. So I, what? Have you <laughs> ever watched a commentary track in your life? Me? Nope. <laughs> I don't care. I think it's a I think it's a fun add-on for some people mm-hmm. that are into that and maybe someday I will go back and check some out, but for the most part it's very rare I right. turn that on. Uh, so yeah, that's just kind of my thought on that whole thing is it's like you really yeah. I feel like they whiffed on that. If they really expected people to buy these movies again, for the third or fourth mm. time. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's insane. Um, on the DC yeah. side, though, there's um, – we haven't talked about it on the show yet. Okay. Um, but the first full-on trailer for Birds of Prey came out oh, last yeah. week. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh-uh. And I'm okay same. with it. It gives me the same feeling. You and I – yeah, where you and I are kind of on the same page. We're like – it reminds us of the Suicide mm-hmm. Squad trailer, which when that trailer first came out, I'm like, "This is gonna be yeah. fantastic," mm-hmm. but now I'm scared. Yep. Remember when? Uh, remember when Suicide Squad had one or two really good trailers before the movie came out and was awful? <laughs> yeah. So, and the other thing about it is, I'm looking at it and I'm like, "Okay, uh, Huntress doesn't look like Huntress. Black Canary." Doesn't look like Black Canary. Orphan. Doesn't look like Orphan. Harley Quinn looks like Harley Quinn, but boy, this would have been a good opportunity to, like, take away her tattoos and pretend she either never had them or, like, explain she had some tattoo removal or something. Um, And... I understand Ewan McGregor is a huge star and they have to put his face in the trailer as a selling point. But if he is only Roman Sionis for the entire film and never Black Mask, I am going to be very upset. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The other thing that kind of bugs me, and it's mostly also because they're marketing department. And I understand the reason behind it, but at the same time, it kind of Mm -hmm. is annoying. Um. They call it the Birds of Prey, the Emancipation of mm-hmm. One Harley Quinn or whatever. But they really focus a lot on yeah, Harley Quinn. I, like, a yeah, lot. And I understand. To, and I, I honestly I think, it. even though it's called Birds of Prey, it's... I really feel like it's not going to be as much of an ensemble film. And I also think that's sort of okay, because I feel like they're using Harley Quinn as a gateway to some lesser known characters which i'm fine with i totally get like i like i said like i totally get it i'm not like against it it's just i'm like oh maybe show off the others like even in someone's like the promotional art called harley quinn and the birds of prey is really what it comes exactly it shouldn't have been called birds of prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one harley quinn a that's a mouthful oh yeah b i think it's not correct (laughs) Yeah, it's yeah, it's 
it's really bizarre. Yeah. We'll see. Like I said, the trailer looks like they might have a good movie, but I am not going to trust that trailer to give me a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. We'll see. Um, I also read some comics okay. this week. Uh, I, I'm just texting. I, I have something to tell you. I don't know if I can say it on the show, so I'm just texting oh, a buddy of mine. That's fine. I'll just uh, mention about... real quick that I said on last week's episode that I was thinking about going to – you mentioned comics. I was thinking about going to the uh, Lee Bermejo, Brian Azzarello, Batman Damned signing. Oh, yeah. I ended up not going because I just couldn't bring myself to spend $30 on the Damned hardcover. It just seemed – especially since I don't really like – having or reading hardcovers i prefer paperbacks so and that's yeah. what you had to do to go to the signing you had to buy the 30 dollar uh trade hardcover so yeah yeah i read a couple comics this week i read the third issue of absolute nice. carnage which is just continuing to be a very interesting uh story i've really been enjoying it um, as well as I read a like the second issue of Scream. Wait, which one is that? Um, based, the, is that the uh, uh, the character Scream? That's from what I meant. Carnage. That's the, uh, a, that's, the symbiote. Yeah. that's the girl symbiote, right? Okay. Yes. Um, the problem the problem with these is now they're going really deep with a lot of the symbiotes mm-hmm. and stuff. So they do a lot of stuff where it's like, oh, this is a symbiote that this is because the whole point of the series is Carnage is trying to route gather everyone that has a, that has ever has symbiote attached to them and scrape the DNA to become mm-hmm. one and control the whole okay. horde. It's a so like people who don't know some of these are just gonna be very confused. And there's a lot of other tie-in mm-hmm. stories to this and I'm like, screw that, I'm just gonna get the trade I mean, of I everything can, when I can that only comes name out. A few uh Lasher, Scream uh, riot, riot, yep. uh, carnage, I mean, carnage venom, and venom besi- toxin. Wait, what was that other one? Oh toxin. yeah, toxin. Forgot all about toxin. Yeah, anti venom. But even them, is there even it's just anyone that's ever worn a symbiote. So like any car, any symbiote version of a superhero. Oh, yeah, so it's basically mm-hmm. everybody. Um, still a great series. Also read the final issue of DC. Oh, yep. Which just depressing. That is that ended on such a bleak. Oh boy, like bleak bit. I, I'm just like, oh my. I God. saw some pictures from New York Comic Con of um, variant versions of some of the DC icons figures that were done up deceased style, so they looked like zombies. Yes. I was like, oh, those are interesting. Yeah. It is super bleak. Like, you're just like, wow. Because it's an Elseworlds story. So, yeah. Um, Also read, let's see. What else did I read? Uh, I picked, there's a couple I need that I picked up, but I haven't read yet. They're still sitting in my box at work. Some Year of the Villain stuff. Um, Mostly they're Year of the Villain, like, single issues. Like, Riddler, the black uh, black mask, and one and oh, and a new Ghost Rider series. Oh, okay. Um, that I want to check out. But the other thing I read was that first D as that first issue of Harleen. Oh, you did pick that up. 
Yeah. Nice. How is it? It's fine. Um, I don't know. It's way more wordier than I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be. And it's basically just a background on Har- on Harley Quinn before he- as she becomes Harley oh, Quinn. Okay. And I was just like, oh, okay. It's more vulgar because it's basically her. She's being like the-, the Harleen is being like teased because she sleeps with all her professors to get up to where she is in psychiatric wards oh, and stuff. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, it's definitely more of the it's her before she becomes yeah. Harlequin, and just more of the human version. But it's definitely a little bit like more adult version. I do like, appreciate shit. this black label experiment that DC is trying. I, yeah, I like that. Um, but now I just want all those Joe Hill. Oh, uh, those come out. I gotta uh, remember comics. to look up the dates. Those come out. I feel like they're coming rather soon. I think it's the first yeah. week of November, which I'm like, that's a, you missed the mark on that. Yeah, I know. Probably there was some sort of publishing. Who knows? There was probably some sort of conflict there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I think I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I don't think else. there is except for the big one. Except the yeah. big one. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, DC. Yeah. Let's do okay, it. I was just real quick. Uh, oh, yeah. there's some stuff going on at uh, New York Comic Con about like House of Horror. DC House of Horrors panel reveals plans for the future. I can't read all this stuff now. I should have looked it up sooner, but I kind of not even thought about it. But yeah, Heads, Plunge, Dollhouse, all that stuff looks really good. I read a. I was given a, a snippet, like a sample piece mm-hmm. of some of those. Uh, 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 that are all, um, that, that they're all going to be interesting. I feel like, yep. uh, majority of them is going to be a lot of, it, it's going to, you have to really lean into it probably when, when they really come out because they just kind of threw yeah panels at me. Uh, and like, this is, uh, this is what you got going on. Mm. Uh, and I was just like, okay, this is what I'm in store for. It'll be interesting once I actually read the whole thing. Right. Those sample pages do not help usually. Yeah, I don't know. This article from the announcement, from, but this is way from back in June, says this October DC will team up with author Joe Hill. So, oh, it's a possibility. Soon. Yeah. Anywho. But really. What we really got to talk about is Joker. There's that infection on my oh, on balls. Geez, yeah. I, oh, oh, yes, Joker. Geez, okay, yes, okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, Joker. Yes. Joker. Joker. That's that's yeah. Boy, I've never been turned around so successfully by a movie. I Holy know, Lord. right? <laughs> on record on this show, when it was first announced, I was like, "Boy, this seems like a bad idea. This seems dumb. Why are you doing this?" Yeah. <laughs> We both were very much like, no, you stop yep, it. <laughs> I know. And so, uh, oh, here, I real quick, I did just find all the release dates. Yeah. Plunge, written by Joe Hill, February 2020. Uh, the Lolo Woods, available December 18th. 
Daphne Byrne, available January 2019. That one's already come out? Maybe that's wrong, huh? Uh, the Doll... I think you're on a different Doll one. Dollhouse Family, November 13th. All right, so maybe none of them are coming out this month. Or like that's January Yeah, maybe they year. mistyped it. Maybe that's what they meant. And Basket Full of Heads looks like it's coming out uh, also in November. So some things to look forward to. Anyway, back to Joker. Um, so anyway, as I was saying, um, thought this movie sounded like trash and was like, this is weird. And then they released the synopsis of the movie. And I was like, okay, that seems interesting. But still, why bother? And then the trailers started coming out. And I was like, oh, this actually looks good. And then this week I saw the movie and ended up loving it. It's so good. Like, so many fun, like, little nuances to older mm -hmm. films the, even the warner brothers logo <laughs> yes, at the beginning I, I loved that i'm like there's so much subtle nuances mm -hmm. in this and at the same time it's like the biggest Ugh. gut punch like yeah. you, if like uh, one of my co-workers said it best it's like you're just getting punched in the stomach constantly for two hours yeah pretty much it's not a feel-good movie at all it's depressing yeah. as shit um, but I, yeah, like you said, it, it definitely wears its seventies influence on its sleeve, like where, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, it's just taxi driver with a guy in makeup, which it kind of is, but also not really. And then with a sprinkle a of, king, king, of comedy. comedy, but it's still not king of comedy. It's still something on its own. Um, Real quick, I'm going to point out my two glaring issues with the film, which don't take away from it for me at all. They're just like the biggest nitpicks I could have. One is I don't like that Thomas Wayne ended up being a dick in this movie. Like he was the one right. everybody hated, like because he was a big representation of um, – Obviously, in this film, Gotham is having a serious financial crisis. There's like a garbage strike and diseased rats and all this other stuff. And so Thomas Wayne kind of represents like the rich elite that everybody that is poor in Gotham hates because they're doing okay. And he's also a jerk. And then, boy, once Arthur Fleck becomes the joker it's kind of like oh yeah joker really needs batman to punch him in the face like it's kind of weird that he's just out there being this horrible person without batman the good guy coming in to just punch him right in his face and set everything right again <laughs> Well, okay, so I have a theory mm -hmm. on that, okay. actually, on that thing. Because that was kind of a thing I have having. So, and this is going to be slight Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about spoilers for this film. So yeah. if you haven't seen it yet, jump out now. Because the thing that bugged me mm. in this film 
is the thing we talked about for we talked about a lot involving anything involving mm-hmm. Batman. They had to show the Waynes getting oh, murdered yep. again. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, God damn it, seriously, you can't go one movie without yeah. showing that. And so, and my theory is in this if this is either I don't know if this is an else world or if this it's is part not of part, the main it's supposedly just a standalone film. So the way I see it is like if we're going mm. off of that and if we're going off of DC's whole iteration of there's multiple mm. jokers, what if the guy like that's like Joaquin's yeah. Joker is not the Joker that Batman faces? Because that guy who shoots I, Thomas and Martha. Yeah, I kind of thought about that too, actually. Because at the end of the film, they make it pretty clear that at least a small segment of Gotham's population thinks that Joker is the greatest thing that's happened to them. Uh, which I right. know that was... Uh, a lot of people's concern going into the movie and there was all this controversy about the idea that this film was going to somehow justify homicidal actions of like this lonely desperate loser uh i don't think in any way this film says anything he does is okay (laughs) No, like, I, I totally agree. The, the yeah. film is showing you... That's like saying that you can... Well, let me look at it through the lens of like real true crime. That's like saying you can look at the horrible childhood of somebody like serial killer Edward Kemper and go, oh, it's okay that he was a serial killer then. It's like, no, you feel bad that he had this horrible childhood, but that doesn't mean he had to go out and slaughter a bunch of people. You know, like, in this film, obviously you feel bad for Arthur because he's obviously mentally ill. He loses absolutely every support system he has to try to handle that mental illness. But he still has opportunities to not turn into a murderer. (laughs) So, like... And that was the other thing about this film. It was like, there's so many points there. It was just kind of disturbing. Um, like when he's doing his dance, like how his dance keeps changing, mm-hmm. like, like it slowly became more and more of a thing, especially after he kills Robert he, De Niro. Oh God. Joaquin Phoenix's whole performance in this film is amazing. <laughs> he's so, it's good. so good, but you're right. The dancing, uh, when he was, was it like the first or second time he started doing that little dance thing when he's just in his underwear and he's that skeleton oh, yeah. thin when, dude? When, oh. uh. And his rib cage is huge. Like he was disturbing looking. He has this big rib cage and then he's like skin and bones. That's like all he He's yeah. disturbing looking. And that's really him. Is. That's the scary part. It's so terrifying. There were a bit there, were, and like, well, like it was weird. I like leaned in on my friend when we were watching it, and that scene where he's like dancing in his underwear, minus mm-hmm. the pistol, uh, where he's like, "Oh, you like my dance?" I'm like, "That's totally what I would say if I was at a club <laughs> and I would dance like that." But there, um, 
the part when he gets the phone call from who is it he's he's listening to his answering machine and it's the cop calling him but oh. he's just randomly emptying everything out of his fridge and climbing into the fridge and shutting himself in i'm like this scene is unnerving it really well there's so many of those things like what like when he's in the children's hospital like that caught me oh, off yeah. guard he's in the kids like he's in the ch- like and the gun just comes out mm-hmm. of his pants yeah i know and then there are some scenes in the film where i was like oh yep I can see how he's the Joker. Like when those two guys he worked with at the clown agency come over to his house because uh, he got canned. And the big one yeah. that gave him the gun that got him in trouble, he just whips around and stabs that dude in the face with that pair of scissors. And then sits yeah. down on the floor while the midget guy is freaking out and wants to leave. And then he, like, jumps up at him like he's going to stab him and then just starts laughing and goes, ah, you were always really good to me. <laughs> I do I do want to say I kind of like that they gave it a medical condition mm-hmm. for the laughing. Although, at the end, I started to question if even that was real because his mother... I, I think that's part of it, yeah. Right before he murders his mom... He said, because that medical condition is real. Like there are, there is a brain yeah. injury condition or a nerve condition that you can just burst out into random laughter no matter what. And I liked that they were giving that to him. But then right before he murdered his mom, he was like, you always said my laughter was like a condition that it was something wrong with me. But it's not. That's just who I am. And I'm like, I wonder if he really just thought really inappropriate stuff was funny and his mom just told him it was a condition. It's so, possible, yeah. Cause, either way, man, I'm fine. Yeah, like it, I said, like this. It, they yeah. left that, like, like open. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the whole relationship, quote unquote, uh, with Zazzy yeah, that Beats. That was fucked up. That was so fucked up. I'm like, what the well, hell? Well, they really got me on it too. Like, I thought, I Same. thought something was weird because I was like, "There's no way this character is really interested in him." But I was thinking maybe they were going to a place where she was fucked up too. But then when it turned out yeah. that like he had imagined the whole thing, I was like, "Oh wow." Yeah, because I was just like, I'm like maybe I'm like maybe he puts on a face for her when they go out uh, in public, or he like tones mm-hmm. it down a little, because that's sure. always possible. And like maybe she was there for moral support for like when he went to go do his comedy routine mm-hmm. for the first time, like. And then like once you got that reveal where she's like, "What are you doing in my apartment? You're in the mm-hmm. wrong apartment." And I'm just like. That oh scene my was God. really creepy too, where he, he's just sitting there muttering to himself, and then he turns around and does the mime, the blowing the brains out thing. I was like, oh, yeah, man. everything God. about this movie is very uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable, and it's so good. And I Although need to see one it part again. that made me really like go, oh, yep, perfect. They nailed a very 
specific Joker mannerism is when he's in the police car after he's killed Robert De Niro's character and he's just laughing and the cop says, yeah, Why don't you shut up. Half the city's on fire because of you. And he just goes, I know. Isn't it beautiful? I was like, oh, beautiful. my God, that's the Joker. <laughs> but, oh, I did so damn. Yeah, it surprised the shit out of me considering where I started when they announced this film versus walking out of there and going, wow, that was a hell of a movie. Yeah. This is one of those few movies where I felt the same way, where I like it was like a very 180, like, I'm like, I am not sure how I feel going into this. And then walking out being like, I need to see that again immediately. In the, and I just kept thinking about it all week, like all the little things, like, like you said, like how his dance changes, but just how his whole performance changes, where he goes from being like awkward not really able to communicate and be normal in society arthur all the way to like how confident he is like walking down that hallway out of his apartment to go to be on the talk show and his whole like dancing into the talk show just his whole performance changes and i was like he's gonna get some recognition for this movie (laughs) He has to. I I will riot if he doesn't. Yeah. Um. But like, wouldn't it be? We talked about before. Wouldn't it be great if this is like kind of like an interesting kind of play where they take other characters, like if DC kind of used mm-hmm. the same method with like just other if villains? They could or like, come up with a really good story angle on it. Boy, I'd love to see them do this with the Riddler. With the Riddler or the uh, Mad Hatter? Yeah, uh, Mad Hatter would be a really fucked up movie, though. Because yeah, even it would. in the comics, more recent... It, I don't know if it was in his original... Uh, it, his whole thing starts with he loves Lewis Carroll and becomes obsessed with a woman named Alice originally. Yes. But I think think as time has gone on alice has gotten younger and younger and younger to the point it becomes extremely inappropriate slash illegal yep that he is yep interested in her romantically so that would be a uh, you want to talk about uncomfortable movies that would be an that would be that uncomfortable would be a wicked yeah uncomfortable movie mad hatter but like even when we talked about before that, I saw someone tweet is like if they could do this kind of thing with Vandal Savage. Mm. Yeah, I think we yeah we talked about this, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. But we are like, oh, if this work, if this movie works, imagine what they could do with our characters like Vandal Savage. And I'm and now now that I've seen this, I'm like, now I want that to yeah, be a Vandal reality. Savage would be. God, they'd have a hard time making that movie even because it would have to be. It would probably be. It would be like it would have to be like it would have to have a lot of jump cuts from like that's what I mean. Like you would have to cover so much time. That would be a long movie. Well, you wouldn't have to cover so much. You could probably do like, um, you could probably they could probably skip generations. Yeah, true. And just yeah, just do all like some of the important Mm -hmm. ones. Yeah, 
but yeah, there's some interesting characters. Yeah, Riddler. Uh, like it would be an interesting if like DC decides they want to pull the curtain and do something like that for uh, even mm. Poison Ivy or Victor yeah, Freeze. You could do rushed it at the box office so far this weekend too. By the way, it's made like it's ninety three and a half million dollars or something like that. The theater I work at it is sold out almost mm-hmm. until Tuesday. Yeah. I think it's already making money hand over fist, and it wasn't that expensive to make. Either, yeah, which is the other part when you look at the business side. When you look at how much money it's making, plus. How much uh, it costs to make, this is going to just blow it out of the ballpark. Mm -hmm. Oh, totally. They're going to make so much off of this. Yep, exactly. So if you haven't seen it yet, go see Joker. Yeah, if you haven't seen it yet and you just sat through our – because there's not like necessarily a – ton of spoiler stuff like we we covered the big ones but the plot itself actually is fairly simple yeah yep so i think that's it for that film anyway i think so yeah um we'll be watching more horror films for this week i've got so many more to watch yeah um trying to think if there's um I know I'm seeing a movie this next week. Uh, was it? Uh, unless there's like a, I hope maybe there's like a screening for us. Is it this week or next week? Oh, it might be next week for Parasite. I don't know that one. Uh, it looks huh, really okay. cool. I'll um, check it out. The and then we have and then uh, I I might check. I'll probably watch it just because I watched the first one. I enjoyed it, but that's not for two weeks. The new um. Zombieland film. Oh right! I finally saw the trailer for that. It was attached to the front of Joker. I was like, okay, I haven't seen the first Zombieland in so long. I remember enjoying it, and I own it, but I haven't watched it in a long time. So if I'm gonna see the second one, I better watch the first one again first. Yeah. Yeah. It, but boy, it still seems to me like a long time has passed for that movie to have. It totally is. It's it's ridiculously. It's a long. It's a lot of time. We're doing like a double mm-hmm. feature, uh, next week. Ooh, and uh, do you watch both of them? Ten day. Oh, I should see if I can get a ticket. Ten day. Ten or eleven days is uh, the Fathom events of a double feature of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, followed by Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I. Th- I should think probably I'm, look and see if there's if there's yeah, a time I can do that. I think I'm gonna go to here. that actually. Uh, so I should probably make sure it's not sold out because it's at the um, the sun. Uh, it's the one we saw Tuscan. Is that the sunset or the sunrise or the yeah sunrise, sunrise eight or something like that? It's in a very small theater, so I better check in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at times. Uh, right now for mm-hmm. out here. And the other thing anyone. I saw is there's a Fathom event. I'm not gonna make it to it, but there's a forty. There's a uh, anniversary screening of Aliens, or not Aliens, Alien happening this month as well. Yeah. I was oh like, yeah. Ooh, I want to go to that, but I can't. <laughs> so, Let's see what's fifteen. Yeah, it's happening uh, Sunday the thirteenth. So next Sunday, actually. 
Oh, they're having 35th anniversary okay. screenings of Ghostbusters? Son of a gun. All right, so for me, it's next Tuesday that they're having All right. It. So I might be able to hit that. Yeah, Jane Silent Bob reboot, October 17th. So 11 days from the day we're recording this. Yeah. Right, maybe I'll check that out. I'm off that day, so... And I think also, I don't know if it's this week or next week, but Rob Zombie's <gasps> Three oh, from I Hell. I see that. Uh, They're having out. one. Oh, it's on a Monday. Son of a bitch. Oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to see Three from Hell then. I I wasn't able to. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, October 15th, it hits. It comes out on Blu-ray. Right. Okay. That's worth it then. I can wait that long then. All right. Yeah, I I did have a ticket to go see. Uh, I did go, uh, have a ticket to go see it in theaters, but then I got called into work because someone was. Oh, sick. that's right. I remember that. So I had to give that up. Mm-hmm. Lame. All right. Well, I think that settles that for this week, except for one more little thing that I'm gonna just mention here real quick because we're gonna start working on it this week, and that's that we're gonna start a second show. Yep, Uh, this is something I've been wanting to do for a long time, and I was all set to get it started. I had another co-host, and he uh, kind of just dropped out of the project, Uh, so I thought I was going to abandon the project, and Justin was like, well, if I knew more about the thing you want to talk about, I would join in and be your partner, and I was like, and then somebody else was like, you know, the fact that you don't know a lot about it, and Matt does, could actually make an interesting show, and so I texted Justin, and I'm like, would you be willing to learn about this as we go along? And he said, yes. So, uh, starting this week, we're going to be working on the FBI's Most Unwanted X-Files podcast. The bleeding from my (laughs) Oh, yes, yes, X-Files. Justin (laughs) doesn't know the X-Files, and I do. And so, uh, our first... We're just going to watch one episode of the show every week starting with the pilot episode and we're just going to talk about them and so if you are an x-files fan and you want to hear us talk about x-files you can do that or if you've never heard about the or never heard about never seen the x-files but want to learn about the x-files then you're going to be able to do that as well and i can tell you right now the extent of my knowledge of x-files is I have seen the last mm, the season. The worst one, okay. Oh. Yeah, I that and I, I I like know by name as well as I have like a series of comics about the Low oh, Gunman. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um uh that's like a five issue series and where they cross over with like Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Crow. Nice. And someone else. Ghostbusters. Maybe I'll pick them up, and then we can do that as like a bonus episode or something. But anyway, I think so. This would be interesting. I think you're gonna like it. Like, there's a lot of spooky shit, which obviously you and I both like, and it's got a good story through most. A lot of it's monster of the week, but it obviously also has uh, overarching overarching storylines. So I'm looking forward to this. I'm excited. 
Yeah, I'm down. Good. This is going to be fun. So we'll probably re- be recording that probably the same day I drop this episode. Well, we'll talk about it later, but I just wanted to uh, say that that's something we're going to be doing if you're interested. So we'll let you know when it's coming out. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's it for now. I'm looking at the battery on my laptop, and we better stop recording soon or else I'm going to lose everything because <laughs> my battery will die. <laughs> Goodbye. Alrighty. Everybody. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. Find Atomic Geekdom Geekdom online at atomicgeekdom.com and on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. Congratulations. You are still alive. Go to hell? You're in hell! This is hell! This is hell! This is hell! Well, he won't chase us anymore. And another thing, Mr. Chick Young, the next time that I tell you that I saw something when I saw it, you believe me that I saw it. Oh, relax. Now that we've seen the last of Dracula, the Wolfman and the Monster, there's nobody to frighten us anymore. Oh, that's too bad. I was hoping to get in on the excitement. Who said that? Allow me to introduce myself. I'm the Invisible Man. <laughs> 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 <laughs>